Welcome back to the Showgirls podcast, where we talk all things celebrity gossip and TV with your favorite hosts, Carly and Darian. Roll the intro music. Hi, everyone. Um, Carly's choking, so please forgive us if you don't hear her. It's like between a frog and like saliva or just like drainage. And it's literally 11. So there's no reason for that. Yeah. How long have you been awake? Um, My dog woke me up at 630 and then 730. And then like you texted me and I was like awake. I was wondering because I texted you early and I was like, she probably won't respond. And you responded and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Emily hears the ding on my phone and she's like, oh. You don't to get sleep up. with your phone on silent? No, just in case there's like an emergency. You can set it on do not disturb where if they call you, like if it's an emergency, if they call you more than twice in a row, it'll ring. Wow. Yeah, because I sleep with my phone on set. Well, my phone is on silent 24-7. So I sleep. With That's like on so you, like literally you guys. If you think of one person who does not have their phone on, it's Terry. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not, not on. It's all she's always checking it. It's just the written no noise. Yeah, at all. And well, this stemmed from so I used to probably have it on silent during the day, but then at night, put it on loud in case of emergencies. But when I was president of my sorority, I would have bitches texting me like all hours of the night about random shit and so I was like oh I cannot do this hell no so that's when the keeping it on silent at night was born and what's so funny that we just brought up this conversation was Friday night I wanted to get the best sleep of my life because Saturday yesterday I had to take that GRE test so I go to sleep early like well normal time like 10 and Connor doesn't want to go to sleep (laughs) what that's not early for you Uh, no but that's like I mean that's for a Friday night that's early yeah and so I'm trying to get like the best sleep of my life and I can't I'm so sensitive to light I cannot have any light like I can't even have if a charger has a small blue or orange light I have to put tape over it like I can't do it oh my gosh so yeah I'm trying to sleep Connor effing leaves the door open. I guess he goes to the bathroom or something, leaves the door open. I wake up because I can see his Xbox from the TV, like in the living room. So then I'm freaking pissed. And I text him. I'm like, door, like you better shut this effing door, you know? So he does it. (laughs) So then I go back to sleep. That was at like 1230. Connor comes to bed at some time. I don't know when. At 230 in the morning, his work phone rings and he does not have it on silent. So it woke me up and I freaking woke him up because it wasn't even by him. It was over by the TV. And I was like, that's your phone by the TV. So of course I'm trying to get the best sleep of my life. And all of this shit keeps happening. Is he like on call at night or no? No. And he's not even on call this weekend. So he just like forgot to silence and it was like spam. I guess I said, who called you? And he said, I don't know. It was a number I didn't have saved. So I think it was spam or something. I was so livid at him. I was like, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) So if you guys don't know what the test she's talking about, um, you want to explain? Oh yeah. I guess I didn't talk about it on here. I don't think we have talked about it. I applied for grad school. I was like, this is 2021. I'm really trying to better myself knowledge wise, not just like health wise and stuff like knowledge and money, you know, they go hand in hand (laughs) sometimes. And I was like, okay, I'm going to apply to grad school. And I wanted to apply to UCO where I graduated because also one of my friend's husband's is in the program that starts in the fall. So I was like, oh, that would be great. I'll have like a buddy let's just do it. And UCO requires the GRE, which is basically the SAT or the ACT, like it's questions like that. And I had never taken it before. And I had basically did not pass my practice tests. (laughs) So I was freaking out yesterday, but I'm 99.9% sure I passed, but my official scores aren't up yet. And so that's just a big weight off my shoulders. So it pretty much just like make sure that you're prepared for this course load, like that you're not just like coming in like a random person. Yeah, because it's not even required for every 
uh, master's program. It's like certain ones. So for example, if I wanted to go get like a master's of social work, they don't do it because I don't know, I guess just the business ones need it to make sure you're computing. I don't know. Yeah. Because I think it's like hard, bro. I just, (laughs) I sent you some of the questions. I couldn't have my phone. Oh, let me tell you how legit this testing center was like, I had to get a locker. They provide it and put all my stuff in it. Okay. That's fine. Not only that, they did pocket checks and like you had to keep your ID. The only thing you could keep on you was your ID. Like it was so, it was almost like prison. Like, I guess like people cheat or try to cheat. And it was a testing center for other tests too. Like I kind of imagine it a place that Austin or Connor would take a journeyman to. Yeah, probably the same place. And it was intense. They would like, I wore a jacket that had a hood and they would like check it and stuff. I was like, dude, I'm not trying to cheat. I wish I could. But so you had four hours. How many questions? So it was four hours, six sections. Five of the sections had 20 questions each. So was that 100 questions plus uh, my two writing portions? Okay, wow. It was hard. And so the reason I don't have official scores yet is because they have to um, grade the writing portions. Exciting. I know it was crazy. I wish I could remember one of the math problems, but it was stuff that you don't even think about that I haven't thought about in five years. Like one of the math problems would be like, they don't give you any formulas. First of all, you're supposed to just remember. The and area. it's not open book or anything. Like you just go in there, have to know it. Yeah. And you know, I haven't had to figure out the area of a circle in over five years. I didn't even take math my last year of college. <laughs> and so it would be like, if the area of a circle is 36, what is half of the radius times the X diameter or some shit? And I'm like, please murder me. Nah, nah, dog, I'm out. Yeah, so that was exciting. I took that yesterday, four hours. It, I will say it's amazing when you don't have a, your phone, how fast time goes though, because it went really fast, it seemed like. Oh, wow. I'm so proud of you. This is so exciting. Okay, then let me tell you about something else while we're just, we're kikiing here, okay? <laughs> so Let's I- kiki. <laughs> yes, RuPaul. <laughs> um, so I joined the social media course. You watch my stories, you know? You know this, right? Yeah. And it really inspired me because the girl that does this course is 23. She owns her own agency called The Current Agency. And she lives in Chicago and how it started was she started managing, um, social media profiles for like, you know, like three or four clients in college. Then when she graduated college, she had eight clients and it was enough for her to start her own business. Well, now she's grown. And so what happened was she said she downloaded TikTok as a joke and started posting these, um, my, uh, my day, my life in a day. What am I trying to say? My life in a day in Chicago. And part of it was like talking about her job. And she said that so many people started sending her resumes and like trying to email her and get in contact with her that it was overwhelming. She couldn't get back to everyone. So she was like, okay, this is obviously some people, something people want to know about and all this stuff. So I'm going to start this social media course. And so I did the math, dude, because this course is $600. And there were 30 of us on this one Zoom. That's $18,000 for this six week program that she's making. And she does four at a time. So she's making $60,000 in six weeks doing these. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so it just really inspired me. Like the first session went great. Um, I want, I was talking to you about imposter syndrome. Cause I want to send you some graphics, but also obviously everything's copyrighted and stuff, but she said you could screenshot like a couple things. So I don't just want- like remember and have it for notes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But I am so inspired that then this is so cheesy. (laughs) Then today I watched that Moxie movie, you know, and I was like, wow, this is just like really getting me in my feels like women run the world. Like Darian, you should really try to start your own like social media side hustle, blah, blah, blah. So randomly I looked up this Instagram name that I liked and it wasn't taken and I made an Instagram. (laughs) 
<laughs> Things it. are happening today, March 7th, 2021. I know. It's probably, I don't know if it'll go anywhere, but I'm telling you this social media course, like I'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes at the end, but literally each chapter. So chapter one was like about yourself. So the first week, but she literally is going in detail all the six weeks. Like I forgot what chapter two is, but chapter three is like, how much do you charge? This is what you should do. Like, she's not, it's not like secrets. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So is this like for you to like monetize yourself? So I, my two goals are to monetize Biggie to Fitty. I just really need to step up my game on there because I know the stuff she's going to tell me is stuff that I probably, some of it's probably stuff I already know. I just haven't done. Yeah. So I want to monetize Biggie to Fitty, but then I would also like to start a side hustle of maybe just local brands, like starting their social media for them or managing it for them. Exciting. I know. So what's, what's uh, Sheena say? It's all happening. Yeah, it is. And I'm getting my hopefully MBA. I still haven't been technically accepted, but hopefully. So that would start in the fall, like August. Yes. Wow. I know it was just crazy. I just felt like so productive this weekend so proud she's clapping for me very small you guys I don't want it to be too loud (laughs) anyway sorry I didn't mean to take up so much time but that is what's been going on my life this weekend it was definitely like a kick-ass do stuff weekend like this is your time boo boo honey I know you know if I blow up and I need to hire someone though I mean I probably can't afford you but (laughs) I'll do it for half of my normal rate (laughs) Will you quit? Will you quit? You're, I'm just kidding. You if I can make that. as much money, like that is like, yeah, I don't know. I really like my job, but like, you never know. Like in 10 years, what if we're just like out here in these streets, honey? That's what I'm saying. And I was like, I was nervous to even start this Instagram that nobody knows the name, literally no followers, no pictures or anything. And I was like, why am I scared to start something that means nothing? Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I know. Maybe if I get up the courage, I'll tell you guys the name, but I just wanted to keep it just in case, you know? Mm, No, keep it a secret. Let's not tell anyone. Okay, good. Don't even tell me. And then I'll just be like really surprised. And then maybe one day it'll just like, maybe one day it'll blow up, you know? Not maybe. That is so true. You're always the best hype, man. I knew I needed to talk to you today. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You guys, um, we're going to do what's the haps. And then we have a ton of things that we're loving. Like we watched a bunch of stuff. So we'll go into that. Um, okay. Do you want to start? You want me to? Yeah, I can. Well, actually I just talked a lot and I feel like the people need to hear from you. So you go first. Okay. So, um, on my Apple news or whatever, like I saw that there's some things happening, like in the world of the government and like another stimulus package. So I read the article and the Senate passed this $1.9 trillion stimulus package. So now it goes back to the house for final approval. And they've like made some changes on who gets a stimulus, like if this passes, but before it was like individuals will get it if they make under a hundred thousand dollars a year. And then like couples, if it's like under 200, so they've changed it to, if you make under $80,000 a year, you get $1,400. And I read too, they leave this out a lot, but if you have kids, so it was the past stimulus checks where you get the same amount, but for a kid, right? So mm-hmm. like last time it was, or I think it was like 600 plus 600. Well, this time kids are lowered. And I believe I might be saying this wrong, but it's kids under seven, you get an extra $300 and then old Ooh. kids, I think you get an extra 250. So you aren't getting as much as previously, but you still get stuff for children. Do they think that like people need childcare help? So like, if you're, if your kid's younger then you need more money, I don't know. Cause I was like, why would it be younger if it was kids? But that actually makes sense. So for example, teenagers can watch themselves. Yeah. Or like kids normally like older than seven or in school. Yeah. And, um, I mean, here in Oklahoma schools opening back up. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, most of them have been back in. Well, they, I think they were just doing, you know, like half and half, but Edmund starting after spring break. So I think that's in two weeks are going back four days a week. So I think the reason they're not going back the fifth day is maybe for cleaning. I'm not sure. Interesting. Well, I went to the car show yesterday and let me tell you what. Oh, 
what? there's people out. <laughs> I was going to tell Connor about that car show, but I forgot. Whoops. <laughs> it's still today. If you guys want to go, it's actually really cool. I'll text him. Did you buy anything there? Nothing to buy. It's just to look. Yeah. Like they have the new Bronco oh, he would and like all up. these like cool, like Ferraris and like Porsches. It's really cool. Um, I we're recording at 11, so it's like 11:30, and I have to babysit at 2:30, so I probably couldn't go. And I forgot to babysit today. Oh dang! Sorry, Connor. Maybe next year. I know. I had already texted him. Maybe he'll go with a friend or something. <laughs> <laughs> I text fast. <laughs> okay, so um, tonight actually is Oprah's interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, and there's been some like stuff happening on socials. Um. And a lot of Meghan Markle's friends are coming to her defense. So, like, somebody from the royal team or, like, you know, like, somebody reported that Meghan, while they were in England, um, bullied or, like, was mean to her staff. But this is not, like, a new rumor. Like, I feel like people have, like, said this before. Yeah, and I think it's, like, yelling or just... I don't I don't know exactly I probably need to research it but like yelling and kind of throwing like tantrums or something right and so like Chrissy Teigen tweeted and she was like do you want this woman to miscarry like stop because like they're putting so much stress on them as a couple and like her as a person and it's literally unnecessary and like no there's no proof of it mm-hmm. and I think that like it's just even if she was like any sort of like way to them, I just can't see that from her. Like I can't fathom her doing that. And like all of her friends have come to her defense, like everybody she was on suits with Mm -hmm. and like all of her like best friends are like tweeting, like literally she's the sweetest person ever. And I have a follow-up question or a clarifying question because you know, I'm not, I'm not super into the Royal family or into their business or anything, but Okay, so everyone's saying you guys are so Princess Diana died running from the paparazzi, right? That's the yeah, that's the room. Not a rumor. That is what happened. There's a conspiracy that like somebody like had her. Oh, okay. Like there's a conspiracy that maybe someone in the royal family did that. Right. But I don't think so. Like I think that like that's just a conspiracy and like it really was just a car accident. Mm. Okay, so my question that's kind of related is, are the rumors and everything that's coming out, are they being put out by British tabloids or by the royal family? Like, I'm not understanding, I guess, is it the royal family straight up coming out and attacking Megan or is it like people are giving info to the British tabloids? Yeah. And like the Royal family really doesn't speak on anything. Like Mm -hmm. they themselves, like the queen does not have an opinion or speak on anything politically or otherwise. And I learned that from the crown because there was like, she can't have a decision or like a opinion on a prime minister. And like one of the prime ministers, she kind of like, said she didn't like agree with her politics Mm. or that was how it was portrayed in the crown anyway anyways no the queen is not like coming out saying like she was mean this is not like the royal family like making a statement like Meghan markle is rude to her staff this is like somebody making this up or like reporting it to the media and then they like picked up the story gotcha so i guess we'll see tonight but tonight they probably aren't straight up talking about the royal family. They're probably talking more about British tabloids. Tonight is not a, I mean, I don't think it's about anything like that. Like it just kind of like all happened at once. Like people have been talking about this interview. And then like, I think this story kind of like got like up again. And now people are talking about it. Like I've heard this story was like a year ago. People were talking about this. And then then it just kind of like died down. So the interview tonight is literally not going to touch anything like that, probably. No, because like if you look at the pictures, like right now she's like really pregnant and she's like either barely pregnant or like not pregnant in this interview. Gotcha. So this has been recorded for a while. Yeah. And like Oprah uh, is reportedly like really good friends with them and like kind of got brought them to Montecito where they live. And so they chose to have this interview with Oprah to kind of like 
tell their side of what they're like doing moving forward. Gotcha. And I did hear a rumor I saw on Twitter, so I don't know if this is true, but I guess the interview was originally cut and edited to be an hour and 30 minutes. But now that all of this stuff has happened, it's now two hours long. So they are saying a rumor is they cut some stuff out, but then now since all this stuff is happening, they say Oprah, I'm sure it wasn't Oprah. Oprah was like, okay, add that footage back in. Like we were protecting, but we're not or something. That's a oh, rumor. So they're going, they're going strong i don't think they're gonna come out and say like we hate harry's family like we don't we're not royals anymore like that's not what this is about like i'm predicting that they're not saying that like and they're not even probably gonna come after anybody they're just gonna be like hey this is what we decided for our life and for our family nice what time is it on tonight do you know i don't know let's look because i know you'll be tuning in i'll be babysitting but i might put it on the tv Harry Oprah interview. Harry Styles might pop up. (laughs) How to watch Oprah's interview with Harry and Meghan. Wonder if it's on CBS. Okay. Um, Sunday, March 7th from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. So 7 to 9 our time. Yes, 7 o'clock on CBS. I will say we really do get the prime TV spots because something ending at 10 is too late for me. Yeah, I could not live in Eastern. <laughs> Me either. Nice. Okay, so you're going to definitely watch that and report back to us. Yes. Okay, couple of stories from me. So Stassi and Bo from Vanderpump Rules are launching or have launched, I don't remember, a new podcast called The Good, The Bad, The Baby. And it's a play on words because Bo's Instagram name, I think, used to be the good, the bad, and the bougie. The bougie. Mm-hmm. The bougie. Yeah, bougie. The bougie. But it's getting a little bit of backlash because they're charging to listen to. It I on- think it's on Patreon, right? Yes. I mean, they have to pay for that house they moved into. I'm sorry. Very true. And I wonder how much it is on Patreon. I mean, I definitely won't be paying and listening because I don't like Stassi. Let's see. Patreon. It'll tell us. And how many episodes a month do you get for that? Ooh. You know, like you're going to pay $8 a month for a one hour episode. I'm sure they'll do one a week. <laughs> I did not even have to Google it. You guys, like, I was looking at the morning toast Patreon. And so like it was in my Chrome browser. And so I just went patreon.com slash the good, the bad, the baby. And it came up automatically. I did not even have to go anywhere else. Okay. But people are Googling it. <laughs> um, $8.99 a month, three episodes per month, exclusive videos and posts and updates from their family. So it's not just a podcast. It's like pictures and stuff does it tell you how many people already subscribe no i don't know how patreon works (laughs) but okay i guess people will be getting content of the the good the bad and the baby yes and like i was on this clubhouse and Kristen was on it and she was like kind of like going off and um was talking about how the new like I guess the plan for Vanderpump Rules before this last season was for them to branch off on two different different shows like we talked about like Vanderpump Rules and then like Tom Tom mm-hmm. and have like the new blood be on the Tom Tom show but like they had to do a season with everybody to like introduce these new characters and then they were going to split it off but since the pandemic happened, that's not the plan anymore. And they're trying to like figure out if Vanderpump Rules is like going to happen. So there's honestly a chance it could just be done. Yeah. And she said she thinks that it should be. But I mean, she's not going to be on it. So like. But- yeah. So of course she thinks that anyways. But I would rather just see maybe the Tom Tom branch off and not really Vanderpump rules because I, I just love the Toms. They would obviously hopefully be in it. And that's really the only people I care about. Yeah. And she was talking about how like the Toms were invited to the winter house and that they did indeed say no, but it wasn't because of their wives. Dang, they should have went. That would have been so cool. Yeah. 
I know. So she kind of like spilled the tea and she like is definitely not under contract anymore. So she's just like, if you're on Clubhouse, follow Kristen. <laughs> I know. I was about to say, dang, she really just outed their info, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Okay. Some other Bravo news then. This is sad. I don't know if you read this article. Catherine Dennis from Southern Charm loses her custody battle with Thomas. And now Thomas has sole custody and Catherine can see her two kids on Saturdays and Sundays, but it has to be not monitored. What's the word? I'm supervised. Supervised. And this is wild. The article I read, well, one, I don't know Thomas, but from everything I've seen, not a good guy. <laughs> um, and the article I read, so a lot of the details are sealed, which Catherine requested, which I totally understand. She's pop, like she's kind of a celebrity. People would look it up and all this stuff. But a lot of the alleged stuff is that Catherine has been doing drugs around her children and just lots of crazy stuff. And that like Saint was left outside. Like she like, I guess Thomas had before everything was sealed, Thomas had a um, mercenary. It said mercenary in the article. Did you read that? Yeah, it's a different article. Anyways, had a mercenary follow her and was like, you know, like a private investigator and was sitting outside of her house and saw that she left her kids unattended to in the middle of the night, left the house. And she said somebody was watching them, but like, there's no proof of that. And then like another instance was with the drugs was like her and her boyfriend were doing cocaine and it was like in the reach of the children. It's just bad, dude. And I don't know. I'm so new to Southern Charm, but I almost believe it. She she has not done anything to tell us otherwise. Like she just is very flaky with her friendships too. And Mm -hmm. it's really sad. Yeah. And if I mean, if this, I hate to like, obviously say something bad about a woman, but if this comes out to not be true, we'll eat our words. But I believe the stuff that was in the article. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Like Teresa Giudice says. God, literally. I'm so excited (laughs) to talk about that show. Um, And then my last, what's the haps is just, we had a lot of new music released um, two days ago. And I've listened to a lot of it. Some of it I haven't listened to. Drake released a new song called What's Next. I really like it. Bruno Mars partnered with Silk Sonic and opened and opened <laughs> and released a song called Leave the Door Open. I also really liked that one. And then you also said that Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez released new music. Yeah, separately. But yes, both. And Selena's is like half English, half Spanish. It's kind of cool. Oh, um nice. So Drake, when I listen to his new song, it's like called What's Next and like is aren't his lyrics like really like true to life? Yeah. And did you say this to me that could it be about Kim Kardashian? Was that you? Yes. I was. So you had told me that before I had listened to it and then I was listening to it and I don't know if I was just trying to convince myself, but I like (laughs) low-key got that feeling too. Like it literally is like a song about like what's next, all these changes are happening, and then like it's something about Valentine's Day and that he had sex on Valentine's Day. Yeah, and the music video, I don't know if you watched the actual music video. I thought it was good too. Okay, I'll watch it. So that's our like thought that like maybe him and Kim are together. Yeah, I mean, we don't have evidence that says no. <laughs> And that leads us into the next story, you guys. This is not what's the haps. This is things we're loving. One day, I just like turned the TV on and I knew that E was doing marathons, but I didn't like know that um, this week or like last week was Courtney and Kim take New York. And like, that's one of the best spinoffs okay so this was like i don't even know what year it was this iphone 4 is like (laughs) this small chris humphreys and kim just got engaged oh god she is like not neutral vibes she is like normal kim with like this really whiny voice and like being really annoying and it's amazing and then like Courtney and Scott had just had Mason and their mom was like talking to them like you guys need to make money like how are you gonna pay for Mason's college 
and now it's like a, a drop in the hat or a drop in the bucket. Dude, it was amazing. Like, so like they're prepping for March 18th when like the new season, the last season of Kardashians comes out on E and they have this schedule of like, they played all of like keeping up with the Kardashian seasons. And then they're doing like uh Chloe and Lamar, Courtney and Kim take New York, Courtney and Chloe or Courtney and Chloe take Miami. Robin and like all these. It's so good. I, so I used to watch, we know I used to watch back in the day. Those are the seasons I used to watch and I fell out, you know, after they kind of quit all those spinoffs and stuff. So honestly, I was thinking I should go back and watch season one anyways, because the commercials talking about the last season have been so good because they mentioned the first season and just all the stuff that happened like with like Kendall and Kylie and like I think it was Kylie had a boy in her room who was literally like 12 and um you know Caitlin and everything just like just such good content before how we know them now yeah and um the episode that I watched it was like when Scott brought the piano into the hotel room and he was like he just always being silly like I love him and um they were talking about like him learning how to play the piano and then like Bruce shows up and it like it was before he transitioned to Caitlin and I was just like whoa like it wasn't that long ago really like and it's like she is such an icon now because we really saw everything play out I have this one um scene that I think of too and it was an episode where Bruce went and stayed with Chloe I think for like a whole weekend or something because he was like do you know what I'm talking about he was like Chris never notices when I'm gone let's see if she notices and then he like comes back on Sunday and he's like I was gone all weekend did you even notice did you you didn't even like call me or like care or anything she's like I thought you were in the garage <gasps> oh we so crazy <laughs> yeah oh my gosh it's so good it's so good I know that like all of you stands already knew this but I just had to like say that I did watch and it was Nice. Um, I do have a clarifying question. I don't, and I hope we just didn't do it, but, and I, I don't think you'll know the answer. So maybe we need to do more research, but if you're referring to a trans woman or a trans man before they transitioned, I hope we just did that correctly. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I think we, I think so because she came out and said like I am now like this is what I want to be referred to as now in my life now so it would be maybe and maybe this is a horrible comparison but it would be like if I called you talking about like 2010 Carly Carly Holt or something I guess I don't know okay I hope we did that correctly and if we didn't please educate us yeah but I love I love Bruce and I love Caitlin like oh so cool death so cool like to like see all of that like it's on film like what yeah and scott really delivered us that most iconic line about um kim and chris humphreys when he was like wow it must be really hard being married for like (laughs) 72 days (laughs) oh he was so problematic though like in the 30 minutes that i watched chris humphreys was like i was like you would be canceled in two seconds now really i need to watch it then i don't really remember much about him he was annoying dang well i'm glad they're not together (laughs) okay guys billy eilish documentary the longest documentary known to man it's Mm -hmm. on apple tv i had to watch it in two settings because it was like two and a half hours maybe not two and a half maybe just two hours um so it like it's three years of her life and like it really got me in my feelings because her parents care so much about her and like her family cares so much about her and she was at such a fragile point like in her teenage years like being so famous and like having people to back her and then like Justin Bieber explained to her like how lucky she is that like her family like stayed around with her like during this time and it was just like cool and we saw um she dated this guy named Q and he's like a rapper I guess but like Hmm. it showed so many scenes of like her trying to call him and like him being busy or like her trying to like put effort into the relationship and he just like 
was not like did not did not care about her at all and she was really sad and it made me sad like that like so many girls go through that and like even like the biggest person with the most success is still like going after guys that don't care about her yeah and he's probably eating his damn words now because I mean she's super super popular she was popular back then but now it's just blowing up and you know she really deserves someone who's gonna appreciate her and be there for her yeah like she it was like the the time she played at Coachella and they were dating and she was like I told Q if I got him wristbands that he would have to hang out with me because like, that's a really big deal. Like if her first Coachella performance and like, he was not with her all day, she had to do like all these interviews. And then like, she was so nervous and anxious before the show and he wasn't there. Yeah. What a freaking asshole. I'm glad he's, she's not with him. And then like, she met Justin Bieber the next night while Ariana Grande was playing and like, she loved Justin Bieber. And she like literally cried in his arms and it made me cry because she like loved him so much and idolized him so much. And like, he was what she thought. That's so cute. And I love celebrities meeting celebrities. Yeah. And then like, he just like FaceTimed her after she won all those Grammys. And he was like, wow, like you are killing it. Like you are valued. Like you are amazing. And like to hear that, I was just like (laughs) crying for her, like literally like she is so pure and we know like everybody says like she's one way or another like she only sings sad music or she only does like bad stuff or like but she actually is a really good role model for kids and like people don't realize it like she doesn't do drugs she doesn't drink she like actually like expresses herself the way that she wants to yeah it literally still lives with her parents right yes Yeah, I think she's really good. I need to watch it. But like you said, it's really long. So I'll have to split it up. (laughs) And it's like cool. It's most it's a lot of music. So you can like do other stuff while you're watching it. Clean. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Okay, I just wanted to say that I finished the wilds. Um, (laughs) What do you think? So my question is spoilers if you guys haven't watched it. Um, Okay, at the very end, right? The final scene is she sees that there's boys on an island doing the exact same thing so does that mean season two is going to be about these boys on their islands like now their island experience or is it about the girls but I really liked it I did too like I did not expect that like whole twist like it kind of came every episode there was a new like piece of information which was cool yeah um that lady's insane insane and me finding out uh nora was the other girl i was confused about that because i thought dot was like that was like a little confusing i think and this is like how i got my brain to wrap around it was like i think that she just like gave dot the opportunity to go have like a Hawaii vacation something like that because like she just needed girls for this experiment so she she maybe like positioned it as like you're going for this vacation and she didn't give her any more information than that that's probably true also who are you like let's say like who would you be oh my gosh okay okay I haven't watched it in a little bit let me think so like the the sister that's like the swimmer and then like the other sister Nora is like the secret agent yeah and Nora's kind of like the little bookworm like kind of socially awkward doesn't really have friends then there's like um Tony is like really Mm -hmm. intense like tomboy but like intense kind of like anger issues Shelby's like the really good Christian girl who's like really really nice to everybody um Dot is like the I don't know how to explain it but like the the, leader kind of yeah and like knows like what she's doing with like outside stuff like everything like that Fatten's like not much help honestly (laughs) she is like the um like fashionista I guess you'd say and then Marsha is um, the Native American girl 
who oh, yeah. like really soft spoken, but like tries to pull her weight. And then there's like Leah, who honestly went insane, <laughs> but wasn't insane because she was right. I feel like I'd be her. I feel like I'd be Leah too. Like literally, like I know something is wrong, but she needed to be smarter than her brain and like just pretend. I think she's she got there at the end. Yeah, it just took too long. She just needed validation from the from the blonde girl to be like, we know, like you were right. And then she was like, okay, now I can like have a master plan and figure it out. Yes, exactly. Like I'm not crazy. This was all planned. Definitely. But I'm excited. I hope there's a season two. I think season two will be like a lot of everything, like the story of where the girls are and like why they kept them it's just so weird and then like how they got out and then maybe like the boys and like if they're gonna save the boys that would be cool I don't know I'm excited I'm sure we won't get it for like over a year so yeah um I wanted to bring up two movies and you wrote down one of the movies I was going to talk about really quick um Connor and I watched Judas and the Black Messiah on HBO have you heard of it I kind of think so. Let me look at the picture. So it won um, a b- bunch of awards at the Golden Globes that we just had. The main guy, um, Daniel, won a bunch of awards. I think he won Outstanding Actor. Anyways, it's very historical, but I didn't realize it was based on a true story. And uh, I don't want to give too much away if you watch it or people on here want to watch it because it is a really good story it's actually sad very 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 sad story but where is it based in so it's based in chicago in the 1960s i believe and it's basically about a black man who gets in trouble with the law and the fbi is like okay we can either send you to prison for six years or you can pretend to be a member of the black panther party and like infiltrate them oh yes dude and it's based on a true story and he does it and it's really really sad but the ending was just really crazy so i won't give too much away if anyone wants to watch it it is the same actors that were in um get out yes exactly i told connor that and he had never seen get out i was like what the hell (gasps) right you have to watch it with him his brain's gonna his mind's gonna be blown (laughs) yes and then the last movie i kind of already mentioned it Carly and I both watched it this morning was Moxie and it's actually directed and I think created by Amy Poehler who I love and it was just like the feminist high school movie we needed and I just freaking loved it and the he's not I wouldn't say he's the main guy but the the love interest the love interest is so freaking hot he's 23 Carly sent me his age thank you (laughs) and I just loved the whole movie I loved how they pivoted like normal high school movies like the girl that's quiet likes the like high school quarterback and everything like and they pivoted to her like realizing oh he's really nice to everybody and like that's the guy you go after in school not the freaking crazy mean like insane quarterback (laughs) okay And when he wrote his her name on his arm at the end, I freaking died. It was so cute. So cute. Like, that's the guy. And, like, we needed somebody to say, like, don't just go after the popular guy. Go after the one that, like, cares about people and but is hot, too. Exactly. Exactly. So it was a good movie, and I just recommend everyone watch it. Yes. Okay. You have have you seen Coming to America? No, and I you know whenever you texted me about it, I was like, okay, should I watch that this morning? But I didn't. It's you have to watch them back to back because it's perfect. I'd watched it a long time ago. Like Eddie Murphy, like when he was in his prime, made this movie. It was like 1988. <laughs> Actually, it was like one of his maybe one of his first movies. But like oh he God. is a visionary. Okay, <laughs> so he. The whole concept was his idea. So if you never heard of it, um, he is a prince in this country in Africa called Zamunda, a made up country. And his parents are king and queen. And like they arranged this marriage for him. And he wants to go to America and find himself and like find a woman who will be his equal. It's like a really good message, honestly, like in 1988. Okay. 
<laughs> and so I'd seen it a long time ago. It's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it because they just dropped the sequel to it. And it is amazing. I, I don't want to like spoil anything. Yeah, because I'll actually watch this. And it's hilarious. Okay, so did Garcelle make a big appearance in the second one or no? She is in the second one. I didn't realize that she wasn't like the love interest in the movie. She's literally like an extra. Oh, I hate that. Like it starts out, the the main movie starts out and he like wakes up and it's like so pomp and circumstance. Like it's like he gets like a whole orchestra to wake him up in the morning because he's so rich. Like that's the like you have to like realize that okay he's so rich and then he's gonna like go to america and pretend not to be a prince it's uh, anyways she is just like a royal like kind of servant like she just like puts rose petals down on the ground oh my gosh really and so like she's in the second one but that's like what she's doing she's like the main rose petal lady This, like, brings me sadness because on freaking Beverly Hills, everyone's like, oh, you know, Garcelle from Coming to America, Coming to America, Coming to America. Like, you, it makes it seem bigger than it is. And I think she is beautiful. You know, like, Mm -hmm. if you just see her on the screen, you're like, oh, who is that girl? So maybe that's, like, kind of where she got her start. Like, oh, like, she's beautiful. Gotcha. And she is. And I'm so glad she's on Beverly Hills, but they definitely hyped it up more. Yeah, and in the second one, there's, like, so many cameos. Like, Morgan Freeman literally is in the movie. That's cool. And um, you'll have to notice, like, Eddie Murphy plays a lot of different characters, and so does Arsenio Hall. Oh, cool. I so, love like, they, they like, have them in prosthetics, and, like, they're just being, like, the comedians that they are. Maybe I'll have Connor. That can be, like, our movie tonight, you know? Yes. Watch both of them back-to-back. Okay, we Start definitely early. have to watch the first one because I know for a fact I've never seen the first one. He may have. Oh, I don't know. He's so good. Oh, I know. Okay, cool. Let's go into our shows because somehow we've already talked <laughs> literally for an hour. <laughs> hey, guys. Um, what's up? Yes, the challenge, double agents. This was like a filler episode. Did you feel that? Yeah, but like I think it was a, a pivotal moment when they like made two guys – go home and then I think next week is probably the last week for them to get their gold skulls and like I wasn't surprised that CT picked Cam because I understand his strategy like yes him and Big T like have a good relationship but she isn't ready for a final and like he knows that and if it's a group or if it's like a team final it's not an individual final he's not gonna win I agree and I I don't fault his decision at all. I think this is what I think happened. I think he was trying to be funny when he chose Cam and it backfired completely. Like he was trying to lighten the mood because he was choosing Cam over Big T. But what it did was come off like shitty to Big T and he didn't mean that. And then, so, because I'm still on CT side, I would have done the same thing. Like no offense, big T. And then when he talked to big T, he was really trying to smooth it over. He just like also wasn't coming at it the right way. Like he doesn't remember telling her that he'll stick with her. Then he starts saying like, tell that to my son. Like it just went off the rails. And it's kind of like where he's from too. Like he's from Boston. Like they yell. And like Big T is not, she's like a British queen and she's not going to like understand the way he's coming at this situation. Yeah. And so I just think, because I do think he's a good guy and he really was trying to smooth it over. I just think everything he was doing, like was not being taken the right way. Yeah. And I just like had to say that he was eating cold cuts in the kitchen. (laughs) I love Kyle. I love cold cuts. Um, I think the only other thing I really wanted to say about the episode was at the end, the next challenge looks so good. It's like um, they're locking them all in like a cage together with their partners. So good. And (laughs) Kyle is now Nani's partner. And Kyle said, I'm no stranger to a cell. And I don't think Nani is either. And it's because they both have been arrested. (laughs) is so funny like I can't wait to see what they put them through I love this challenge like I was so tired watching this show like it was like really like 
the last show we were watching that night and I was just imagining like everybody was ready to go to bed and then like the light came on and can you imagine like having to get up and get dressed and go do a challenge in the middle of the night no and I can't even tell you the last time I've pulled an all-nighter let alone an all-nighter where I had to like do physical activity or pay attention to something seriously Uh, I just know next week is going to be really good and so I'm really excited and then they promo the real world on Paramount Plus, you guys, it looks so good. The first real world season was New York and it was in 1992. And so they brought the original cast back in January of 2021 and filmed another season with the original cast in the same loft. I didn't know that it was in the same loft. Freaking iconic. Our old coworker and our friend Jeannie texted me. I don't know if she texted you. And she said, you guys have to watch it. She said, you can even watch it without going back and watching the original season. And so Paramount Plus is really trying to get me with that one month free. So I might take them up on the offer. Okay. I'm there. Let's watch it. Okay. I'll send you the info. You haven't signed up for free. Have you? No. Okay. I'll do it. And I'll send you the info. Okay. Um, okay. Real housewives. Oh, geez. I just hit my mic. Real housewives of New Jersey. Honestly, it was like a decent episode. Wasn't like they really got me with Melissa texting the guy. Like I did not think it was a joke. Okay. I have been thinking about this for a while. Like when they were doing all the promos and stuff, because I noticed, I swear I noticed this, the promo that they like spliced together is Teresa talking on speaker on her phone, her pink phone. And I knew they were on a boat. And then like the next promo, five seconds later, Melissa's like next to her and she's still holding that pink phone out. And so I was like, there's no way Melissa didn't hear her yelling into that phone. So I was like thinking it was a joke or like not even a joke, but I just knew Melissa knew about it. And that's not a good joke. It was so mean to him. And first of all, I didn't even know they could speak Italian full flex. Like he was like, my kids were in the car. I had to speak Italian, which also aren't you teaching your kids Italian? Um, so that was a full flex, but no, like that was so mean. I wouldn't even do that to Connor. No, like horrible. Like, can you imagine you're just like the worst feeling ever? Like heart dropped. Like my, I think my wife is cheating on me. It was horrible. I hated it. And then he continued the joke. Like, that's how messed up that family is. Like, he just continued it at poker night and was like, yeah, I'm about to cry. Yeah, and also, no offense, I this is my first season, but, like, why would he ever believe his sister? He he shouldn't. Right? Like, I just feel like don't believe anything Teresa says. Um, Frank, talking about Evan, Frank is such a freaking good friend. Like, he just, like, doesn't fall to this, like, lying or talking behind people's back and so the way he talked about Evan I just really had to call it out like you go Frank I love Frank Catania me too and he's like not even like dating anyone technically (laughs) (laughs) or we don't know he's just probably like out here like in these streets doing whatever he wants yeah like he's not with Dolores I mean like he's literally just an extra (laughs) he said I don't know if I told you this like he said he would be with Dolores like he loves Dolores and he would be with her but he doesn't want to because he knows he would hurt her that's so sweet so sweet um Um, Teresa said I'm going to blow my casket and all the girls like it was such a serious moment everybody just started laughing and like that's what I love about New Jersey is because they like can just like make fun of themselves yeah and I loved how Marge was like maybe a gasket like (laughs) it was just so funny um and then like Marge really does the best one-liners because then they were all doing the s'mores and she said you girls are drinking I'm eating sweets I was like that's me (laughs) I just love her she's my favorite yeah she is like she kind of like keeps the group together I can tell she's like, I'm friends with Jack, Jackie. I'm friends with Teresa. Like, let's figure this out. And she, she's not afraid to call people on their shit, you know? So true. Um, okay, two or like three more shows that we need to hurry up. Summer House. Um, basically, I just wanted to say I hate Hannah. Worst type of personality. Like, there's people that just have that distinct personality. And she has it. Like, she never does anything wrong. Everyone needs to apologize to her. Hate that um Lindsay okay I know I know what she was she is in her head about everything and like 
that is not the time that you bring up to your boyfriend that you're not happy in your relationship. You pretend or like just be in the moment and like eat the dinner and then talk about it later. But like going over and over and over and over again, the same conversation. Why? Yeah. And like, you can't uh, like, I love Connor with my whole heart planning stuff like isn't his best attribute and I know that about him and I know what to expect Mm -hmm. so like I don't know if she just got her hopes up too much to be let down but I thought like based on you know where they are and kind of what they're doing I thought he did a good job me too and like being in a relationship is about managing your expectations like not everything is like Prince Charming coming up with a horse and carriage and taking you to the ball. Like, and no. And when he was like showing the picture, like he was so excited. He was like, I took a picture of her and then I like got this made or whatever. Like, <sighs> and if you're someone who literally wants to get married ASAP with someone, like you need to overlook some stuff, honey. <laughs> but kyle said like she does sabotage relationships and she's done it over and over again so and she's gonna have to work on i think he's a good guy like she really she really effed this one up i agree dang he literally just took his monitor and said peace the hell out (laughs) also all the guys helping him load up the car and they were like carrying kettlebell weights and stuff i was like i didn't even know he worked out <laughs> so good. I know. Uh okay, Florida Shore, my pride and my joy and my my baby. Um first of all, can pregnant women really not get in hot tubs? I don't think so. Like I think you really can't like get t- your body can't heat up that way. Cuz it makes it's not like a gradual heat up, like it's like putting yourself in a pot. Gotcha. So that was something I knew I learned, so that was great. Um Gus and Jeremiah in the hot tub. I was laughing so hard at the roommates spying on them. And I think like they put the timestamps on there, but I don't think it was an hour long conversation because Amy was eating the same piece of pizza. You're probably right. I mean, she could have got another piece of pizza, but I, you're probably right. And the amount of times I heard bro, like <laughs> it just made me cringe so hard, bro. I love you, bro, bro. I know, bro. Let's let, we can't let this keep us down, bro, bro. I know <laughs> <laughs> that is like a drunk conversation with two guys. Yes. And can we talk about Candace in the hot tub with her full on fur jacket? Did you she is that? so funny. She does not care. I was like that's getting ruined that she was-, was probably cold like her top was cold so she needed a jacket that's probably true but it was just getting wet and I I just really really <laughs> hated it um, I thought Gus was holding an orange but I think it was like a ball <laughs> you said Gus has an orange in it looked it was the same exact <laughs> color as an orange but I think it was like a styrofoam not a styrofoam like a foam ball Oh, gotcha. Um, I will say I just I just love all their shenanigans, like the puke show, the dish soap, like it's just never a dull moment. But can they have their phones? A lot of shows are like letting them have their phones now. Like Summer House, they have all their phones. Um, I think that that like Amy taking a picture of Kodai in the bathtub was like a producer's phone or something. Gotcha. And that actually, I'm so glad you said Summer House because I was like thinking when I was watching it, I was like, well, a lot of Bravo shows, I mean, they still have their phones. So was that not the case at Summer House? Before, I don't know. Mm. I actually, I think like they had to have their phones, like they're like working professional people. You can't just like take their phones away. Yeah. And like maybe Floribama, I mean, they're not they have nothing I mean, to- this is their job <laughs> yeah like their job is to be on this show literally none of them like I think Candace is the only one that kind of has her own business and her parents are helping her run it yeah and they like have the house phone and yeah. that's where they get all the drama exactly um okay low-key I kind of feel like Gus has a point which I hate but 
he went around about it all freaking wrong. Why are you having Kirk like, which I know he probably didn't tell Kirk to come to his defense, but like, it just went totally all wrong. Like he should have sat down with Nilsa one-on-one. Like it just went totally wrong. I agree. Yep. And then you said Nilsa eating snacks at the ice rink. She was literally like eating before everybody else. Like she had like a little guacamole thing and like, it was hilarious. God, I love her. I love the show. Next week, I guess Jeremiah and Gus get in another freaking fight. And I'm just like, leave fucking Jeremiah alone. I know he's awkward and weird, but just leave him the fuck alone. Totally. Which brings me into the last effing show because leave Utica alone too. Did you watch? Yes. So it was the snatch game. I think that like got Meg just like killed it with Paris. How did she look? exactly like Paris Hilton she knows her face like she's done her makeup and so she knows it was honestly iconic like I it was so good and so I'm so glad got Mick won but okay Utica's performance was horrible I understand like bad at the snatch game (laughs) like horrible the squirrels like that was weird um and her outfit on the runway was awesome and then like people are like picking her apart like Utica why are you why are you doing this and then saying something else like why are you doing this like Utica clearly has social anxiety and is like overthinking every conversation like leave her alone stop calling her out to start drama for the show like leave freaking Utica alone I love her me too and like people have social anxiety like it's so common so normal Connor literally has it so bad just leave people alone (laughs) Maybe that's why I'm like really passionate about it. Like, Connor- and like she's so creative. Like, you who would have thought to put a squirrel like thing on your head? Like, exactly. Only her. Just justice for freaking Utica. That's all I gotta say. So true. Okay. Anything else? This is such a good long episode. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll be back for another one next time. See ya. Thanks for listening. We are available wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe and tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Show Goes Podcast. Talk to you soon.